Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, Cape Cod. It's high noon on Wednesday. Time for us to get together to uh, talk turnip. This is not just any turnip that we have here today. First of all, it's for decorating, and secondly, it's a very special kind of turnip because it's an East Ham turnip. Hello, and thank you for bringing the turnips. Thank you for bringing your your knowledge to us. Um, we're here to talk about Saturday's 15th annual East Ham Turnip Festival. We're here with Marianne Sinopoli, who is, is the chairman of the festival, who is also the outreach librarian at East Ham Public Library. So let's talk turnip. You've got yours too, right? Is this the expanded edition? It, I could talk about turnips for 24 hours. Well, we have 30 <laughs> minutes, so uh, that would be interesting. It would be like a turnip uh, festival um, uh, marathon, but I think we'll do the 30-minute version for today. Sounds good. So tell me Thank a little you for bit. Me. Oh, well, thanks for coming. Tell me a little bit about, uh, about Saturday. Give us the details on the time and the place and what to expect if you All haven't right. been. Well, if you haven't attended the East Ham Turnip Festival, you'd be in for a real treat. Head down to Nauset Regional High School. The festival runs from 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock. I know that's a short period of time, but we pack a lot of turnip fun into those three hours. Um, the festival is indoors, rain or shine. It's a free event, strictly community building. Uh, it is not a fundraiser for the library. We want to create community goodwill, and we welcome Turnip Nation to come out in force to celebrate the turnip. Something for everyone. There is turnip fun for all ages. We have a very lively turnip for fun kids zone, and in that zone, you would find a Mr. Turnip Head decorating contest. Our, we, we have provide, our googly eyes. We do. We provide all the fun. We provide all the the. Uh, decorations, feathers, googly eyes, and more, plus the turnips. And grade schoolers can compete for a Mr. Turnip Head prize. Uh, we have also for the kids live entertainment. A local juggler, Trevor the Juggler, will be there again this year. He's become a perennial favorite. He even juggles turnips. Ah. We have face painting. There will be a temporary turnip tattoo station. There is a balloon artist who will make turnip topper hats for the kids, plus a bank of um, make and take crafts for the, for the kids, all turnip themed, of course. And of course, uh, this is all for the kids, but, but for the adults, it's, it, it reminds me on a smaller scale of, of the Eastern States Exposition because there's a lot of local products that are being shown, uh, organizations, authors, uh, the library has a table. Um, it's just amazing when you look out at all the vendors, and, and some of them are just to make people aware of what's going on in the community. Yes, very true. In fact, we've become the largest gathering of local vendors on the Outer Cape. We'll have over 60 
local crafters, artisans, book authors, uh, and farmers in a holiday marketplace. There'll be lots of East Ham turnip for sale. But, but it goes quickly, I should warn you. <laughs> I've had the privilege of um, becoming, you know, to be a, a judge at your your cook-off, your, your restaurant cook-off of turnip recipes, and it's a lot of fun. But by the time I finish the judging, uh, most of the, the turnip is already sold. It goes really quickly. It does. It's very popular. And I... I you want to show us your a hat? A nod yeah. to my hat. There you go. Yeah. My turnip topper hat. And you actually, you came, I was going to save it for the end, but I think we should do it now. You came with a, a, another turnip that, that was quite impressive. What is The a, enormous turnip. Yes. This kind of brings us into, I believe you also have a, a contest for the largest turnip? We do, the enormous turnip contest. It's a weight-guessing contest. One of our farmers provides a large turnip. Oftentimes, the turnip is oddly shaped to boot, which adds to the fun. And folks can take a guess. Use your eyes only. You, oh, you can't pick, pick it up. up. The okay. No. You want to hold no, that one up to the camera? This one, obviously, because uh, unless you really work out, is not uh, an actual turnip. <laughs> but, but this prop will be available in the picture yourself with a turnip photo frame. We have ah. a basket of fun props, including purple boas, purple sunglasses, purple suspenders, are you noticing a purple theme here, a purple bandana, and other fun stuff. And uh, while you're waiting in line for the cook-off, you can snap a selfie with our props and have a little memento from Great. the Great, I was kind of wondering what that was so this, for. This will be with, with the props, with a picture yourself with a turnip. Well, thank you for bringing it. And uh, Let's talk a little bit about the, the cook-off. Sure. Uh, tell me about this year's, uh, how many contestants are you expecting, mm -hmm. and, and let's talk about some of the dishes that we've seen in the past. Sounds like a yummy topic. Uh, this year we have 16 local food establishments that will be bringing dishes. They range from soup to nuts, and we have everything from turnip soup to turnip ice cream coming. Uh, the, the contestants will be vying for the coveted turnip trophy. There are two trophies, one awarded by the judges for best dish. From what I understand, the criteria are turnip flavor, overall flavor, and creativity. There's also a second turnip trophy called the People's Choice Award, and that winner garners the most votes from the sampling public. After the judges have an opportunity to sample all the wonderful turnip fare, we allow the public to go through the kitchen service area at the high school to sample the, the offerings. And that too is free. Uh, and every uh, sampling person receives a ballot so that they can cast their vote for the best And it's interesting because often dish. the... Uh, the number one uh, choice is, is different. It's fun it's, to see. Yes. In fact, I can't remember a time where it has been the same. So it's, it is interesting that the judges have different taste buds, perhaps. And, or maybe or different, different standards. Criteria. Who knows? But uh, mm -hmm. I have to say, I'd like to give a shout out to the kitchen crew that uh, volunteers to do this, to prepare these samples 
and uh, not only do they deliver them in a really organized way to the judges, but um, they also, uh, they're great. They have their food safe gloves on, which are purple. Of course. Didn't that, escape and notice. Not by coincidence. <laughs> and they keep everything, they get everything, uh, you know, into little tasting cups and, and they do it, uh, you know, quickly. It's a lot of food because you're, you're dealing with, you know, hundreds of samples. Yes. People coming through. Uh, let's see, who will be handing out this year's awards? Do you know yet? I believe that will be Peter Hall, uh, owner of Van Rensselaer's Restaurant, one of our esteemed judges. Sarah Peek, our uh, state rep, will also be judging. It could be a group effort. Mm -hmm. uh, it really depends on which judges are hardy enough to hang around to the very end <laughs> of our festival because the awards are late in the afternoon. Uh, it, uh, you know, tell me a little bit about the difference when we're talking about the cook-off, the difference between mm -hmm. this turnip and the turnip that you see in most of the grocery stores. Sure. So the East Ham turnip is known for its particularly mild and sweet flavor. It's white-fleshed as opposed to the yellow-fleshed turnip that we probably all grew up with at Thanksgiving. The yellow flesh has a very pungent flavor. People either love it or avoid it altogether. Avoid it completely. But this is very versatile because of its mild flavor. It's used in soups and stews, salads, and now we're even seeing some really interesting spins on desserts. One cook-off uh, entry some years back was a turnip pumpkin cheesecake with candied bacon bits. Wow. Yeah. Um, so our chefs go all out. Mm -hmm. And I think some people have been roasting it to bring out the natural sugars yes. um, and then using it in, in recipes as well. Mm -hmm. So always a, a good way to, to go after your, your root vegetables is with roasting rather than uh, boiling because you don't lose any of the flavor that way. Mm -hmm. um, okay, this is going to be tough. I always have trouble with this question. What is the difference between rutabaga and turnip? I am not an expert on this. Okay, I would say you know that what? They We're going to look probably that probably cousins. They are yeah, very, very closely close. related, uh, but I sh shouldn't. I, I should have looked it up because I have in the past, and I believe it's it's like a different species, just like these are mm -hmm. a different species of. Uh, um, and if I just mess that up in terms of species, I am sorry to all of the uh, botanists and, and agriculture folks out there. But uh, the, the taste is a little bit different. And I think it falls someplace in between the white uh, um, turnip and the, and the yellow. Uh, the yellow. Mm. So. Still with a, a pungent flavor. Yeah, um, a, little bit, a little bit tangy, a little yes. bit bitter. Mm -hmm. So. But good for you. All of these are good for you. And uh, and and as uh, Marianne was saying, very, very versatile when you're using the, the sweeter and um, less pungent one. So now this is uh, something the town is well known for, but it's, it's something you only get at this time of year. And, and uh, I noticed that uh, one of the markets down there had uh, put out a sign saying, we've, uh, we've got ECM turnips, uh, it's really a, a trademark for you guys. Yes, and it's a short season. You have to grab them while the grabbing's good. Uh, there are, interestingly, several farmers who are growing East Ham turnip. Not all in East Ham. The seed is East Ham turnip seed, 
but you can grow that in other towns as well. And you guys allowed it out of town? You allow yes. a little bit of we, regionalization we here? We do. There's a farmer in Harwich, uh, another in Truro, mm -hmm. one in Brewster, one in Orleans, which is a good thing because it keeps uh, the supply hardy. We're creating a demand with this yes. festival. How and many people did you have last year? Do you an estimate? An estimate, I'd say 3,500 strolled through at some point over the course of the afternoon. That's a lot of people mm -hmm. when, when you're uh, in, in the high school. Mm -hmm. it, um, you were telling me, I think, last year that, that uh, that's almost capacity. But yes. people come and go. True. They, they do the tour, and, mm -hmm. uh, and there's, there's always something interesting going on. For example, there is... A song, a turn-up song, which we can't sing here because it's to the music of of, uh, of a Beatles tune. We're not supposed to do that on the air. However, uh, there's that, and I uh, I caught a glimpse of Mr. and Mrs. Turnip kissing at uh, last year's festival. Yes, indeed, this, our uh, mascots. In turnip, it, it wasn't easy because they have those turnips on. <laughs> So we have a, a greeting for, for you, Paul and Dawn Marietta. Say hello. Hello, Paul and Dawn. So um, there's, um, there are, are so many vendors now. One of the things you were saying that really interested me is that you don't charge for your space. The library does not charge a vending fee. Uh, the vendors are required to purchase an East Ham Transient Vendor Permit however, $20, $20 mm -hmm. and the permit is valid for a year. So if those vendors sell at other festivals in town, the Windmill Weekend or Hands on the Arts Festival, they do have that permit handy and ready to go. Uh, we do promote vendors from our local area, and most vendors either live and work in East Ham or the Outer Cape. We extend the vending reach a little bit into the Lower Cape, to bring in some goods that we don't necessarily have easy access to on the outer cape. We uh, have Harwich cranberries. Uh, we also, excuse me, Brewster cranberries and Harwich apples. There's an apple orchard in Harwich, a farmer who's growing a wide variety of different types of apples, and he'll be at the festival as well. Oh, great. So I'll have to, I'd like to talk to him. Mm -hmm. that, that's great because mm -hmm. it's been attempts, but many people uh, go off Cape to do their own picking. I wonder if he's uh, doing that. We'll have to find out. You know, pick your own. Picking. Yeah. Um, now we have someone named Richard mm -hmm. Williams. Hello. All the way from, from Muncie, Muncie Indiana. Indiana. Wow. wow. He, um, that's the thing about the internet. You never know who you're going to hear from. <laughs> Hello, thank you. Thank um, you. You see us taking comments, which I want to remind you, if you're watching and you'd like to uh, type in your question, uh, we, our producer, Patty, will hold it up for us and we'll try to answer it. And if we can't answer it well, like with the rutabaga, we will look it up and uh, put an answer on Facebook Live so you can find it there. Because after we're done, I don't know if you know this, but after we're done, the show is still on capecodtimes.com slash life with Gwen two ends and you can find uh, old shows there so if you missed me looking like a fool in the penguin costume <laughs> on Halloween uh, it's been suggested that I wear that every week that's not happening but you can look up the the show from that day and uh, see things like uh, the penguin costume wow so and speaking of costumes um, and and 
favors and and uh, things like that. I noticed that you brought a lot of things. Would you like to show us? Sure. You have a cookbook. The Friends of the East Ham Library will have a vending I'll spot. Hold that up just a little bit for us. And they'll be selling this year's revised 2018 edition of our first encounter with a turnip recipes that feature the East Ham turnip. This is the 2015 edition. We'll be unveiling the 2018 at the fest. And that cookbook will feature winning recipes from the past three years cook-offs, including uh, recipes from local restaurants. They also will be selling East Ham magnets, suitable for indoor or outdoor use, so for your car or your fridge. Mm -hmm. They will also be selling East Ham t-shirts, and if purple isn't your thing, they do come in other colors as well, yellow and blue. I love the purple. I think that's a, a great combination. It's really pretty. It's a very delicate color. Uh, let's see. We have a comment from Jane Reed Wilson. We love turnips here in Philly. Love the turnip hat. Hope lots of people turn, turn up, up for the festival. <laughs> <laughs> Between oh, turn upping and, uh, and getting to the roots of things. I'm sure you've heard that about, oh, uh, maybe a million times. Yes, and every year we come up with a new quip. Uh, we, we have, may the turnip force be with you, or... <laughs> keep calm and turn up on <laughs> or, or my favorite this year is oh i'll see you in two shakes of a turnips root haven't heard that one yet uh, so, so it, yeah it's uh, now the interesting thing i want to say about the cookbook is we often here at the cape cod times are able to run some of the recipes uh, the winning recipes and they're still you can search for them at capecodtimes.com um, but uh, this is more complete because you have many, you have all the recipes, right? Yes. That, that's fantastic. It, it's such a fun day also because it's like um, neighbors turning out. Some of them, um, for some of them, it's, it's kind of the last time they're together before they go south for the, for the winter. And, uh, and, you know, it's kind of a chance to catch up with everyone. And then the people who are staying, you know, have a chance to visit. And it's, it, it's, I've never seen so many people in, in, such a, um, in such a neighborly community kind of place. I agree. Last year someone said to me, you know, it feels like a town-wide reunion. Oh, great, and it, great it's a sort it. of a festival that brings out the spark and the smile in everyone, regardless of age. There is so much fun for, for all. Uh, this year we're featuring free henna body art for our festival attendees. Uh, Joanne Whittemore has designed some specific or special, I should say, turnip designs for, for body art as well as her other offerings. Uh, it's a pun-in-cheek kind of celebration. We begin the festival with a blessing of the turnips. We crown <laughs> a king or a queen. There's a turnip shuck-off later in the afternoon to see which of the, the three finalists can peel a turnip the fastest and watch those peels fly. It's, that's a, a lot of fun. We also have a very vibrant and uh, lively turnip uh, game zone for the kids or the young at heart, including turnip bowling, there's turnip ring toss, a turnip target. We have some new games to offer this year, too, with some literary twists. We're adding turnip scrabble on a mag large magnetic board. Oh, cool. We have giant turnanograms. Now, this is our spin on bananagrams for oh. those of you who like the little banana in a, mm -hmm. the, the uh, letters in a pouch game. This is a giant lawn size version. 
of course, turnanograms. For those that like cornhole, you might want to give turnip hole a try. We have some great uh, turnip decorated boards, which leads to a little segue. I, I would love to share that our goal is to build community. The festival is organized by the staff of the East Ham Library. And our goal is to build community. And we love collaborating with other organizations and particularly with the students in our district. When we have an idea for a new game, we bring it to those at the high school, to the work, to the uh, wood shop. Sake of example, the, the mm -hmm. turnip hole. We had a, a vision of this new game and we brought them our thought and the high schoolers built the game for us and in so doing, earned community service hours, which they need to graduate. What a great so partnership. It's a, it's a great partnership. And then when the woodshop was done, it went over to the art studio, where the art students decorated and painted the, oh, that's great. the uh, boards. Another example was a um, giant Connect Four. Many of you out in the listening audience will remember Milton Bradley's classic game with the primary colors. This is kind of a dark sketch. We, we saw this uh, sketch and thought, you know, we could create a Connect Four Turnips game. So the woodshop built a similar game, and the art students painted it with turnip colors, of course, purple, purple. <laughs> white, and green. And each disc has a turnip stamp design. Now, so, about the turnip hole, I don't, this is a stupid question, but that's what I'm here for, to ask the stupid ones, too. <laughs> um, you using... Bean bags, or are you using turnips? Bean bags. Thank goodness. Yes, that, that would could be kind be of messy and mushy and painful. <laughs> so <laughs> these things have a little bit of a heft to them, guys. You know, you don't <laughs> want to get hit by one of these. So, because um, I know you use turnips, actual turnips in the bowling. So, in the bowling. yes, but those turnips are made available at the end of the festival. If festival guests want to take a slightly damaged turnip home, they're welcome to do so. I will. Uh, qualify and say that all the turnips used in our games at the festival are Cape Whites. They are not the East Ham turnip. They're a cousin of the East Ham turnip that's grown in southeastern Massachusetts. And how come you're beating up just the cousins? <laughs> These are too precious. Oh, okay. So, um, sorry to the people in, in uh, where western Massachusetts? Southeastern. Southeastern. Yes, so, um, and and you can use them after they've been thrown around and and yeah I guess you, you could peel it yep yep they're, they're pretty hardy yes and most times they're peeled and mashed peeled anyway and mashed right anyway, so so um, we had a um, um, oh our producers asking if we're going to decorate and I thought I had the bandwidth to uh, to both work on art and and talk at the same time but apparently not so uh, we're getting a little in the late in the show to decorate so. Um, I, I think I, I might not, uh, perhaps perhaps later, and we'll take a picture. Okay. You know, I can see using the uh, pipe cleaners and, and the feathers to, to make a bit of a hair hairstyle on this guy, you know? <laughs> so, uh, but uh, unless, well, I guess we have a few minutes. Should we so, start? While, while we're, while we're yeah, finishing our conversation. You guys don't mind if we uh, talk and decorate at the same time, do you? If I might add one other piece of collaboration, this year uh, we will have donation boxes at two entrances. As okay. I mentioned, it's free admission. We don't charge for the event, but we'd like to give back to the community. And this year we are going to uh, 
give any offerings to Nauset schools. They are developing a competitive robotics program for the kids. Oh, this yes. would be a team activity for after-school fun, and then the kids would uh, build and program robots and go on to compete at Cape Cod Community College against other Cape teams. So any funds that we raise will be uh, given to the school. I can't chew bubble gum and decorate a turnip at the same time. <laughs> Could you pass the feathers, please? <laughs> um, this is a, a wonderful thing, a, a great STEM uh, activity that focuses on science and math, and, uh, and it's great that you're doing that. And then also a shout-out to the vendors because you were telling me that um, – that they had actually, even though they're not charged, that several of them had made a donation to the library. More than several. We, on the registration form, uh, leave a line that says donations to the Friends of the East Ham Library optional. We leave it to the vendor's discretion, and they have been most gracious. This year we have already raised over $1,000 in cash and merchandise that will be used in some fashion as contest prizes or other at the festival, so we're very grateful to them. We're also very grateful to our corporate sponsors and to the Friends of the East Ham Library, most especially, who make this all possible, along with Siemens Bank, Cape Cod Five, and uh, the East Ham Cultural Council. It, uh, and and the, it's been going on for 15, this 15 is the 15th years. year. Um, do you find that people come in with uh, new ideas and, and, you know, come into the library talking about the Turnip Festival when we get to this time of year? Oh, yes, absolutely. We have some uh, displays, and everyone gets in the vibe and in the spirit, in the turnip spirit, and whether it be coming in wearing turnip colors or turnip T-shirts or turnip hats. It's a source of pride for the town. Uh, in fact, the Visitor Service Board this year approached us and asked us how we would feel about new banners in town on the telephone poles oh. to feature the turnip. How do we feel about <laughs> the turnips on banners? You don't have to ask twice. So they designed a beautiful banner. There are about 20 on display in town that feature the, the turnip logo that's been created and uh, with the wording, Fall for East Ham Turnip. Oh, how excellent. And uh, you, um, in terms of sort of direct library um, uh, connections, you also told me that, that uh, a story about Jean Brett, the, the children's author. You want to tell us that and see if maybe we'll get her down here for next year? Oh, that would be wonderful. Uh, let's see. Do you have your, your bag still? Do I have my bag? Not within No? Reach. Okay. We'll have to uh, just tell you about Unless it. I, but can I... Yeah, get up and. Uh, no, and that's okay. No, we don't oh, let okay. the guests go once they come. We're, <laughs> once we're, I'm on the you hook, know. you're not going to let me go. <laughs> that's right. A few years back, Jan Brett rewrote a classic tale about the enormous turnip, and her book is titled The Turnip. And uh, when we learned about this, we contacted Jan and had some correspondence going back and forth and invited her to come to the festival to have a book signing. She's in Norwell, a, right? Yes, she lives mm -hmm. in Norwell. Uh, unfortunately, her publicist felt that she had pressing uh, engagements and, and deadlines to meet with a new book coming out, so we weren't able to have her present at the fest, but I have this wonderful turnip bag featuring the artwork of Jan Brett. 
And she has uh, been down to the Cape a couple of times. So, you know, maybe we can get her for next year to come down and, and, uh, read her turnip book. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be amazing. Yes. So, well, you know, things keep growing every year. And let's talk about that for just a second, because some people are concerned that um, there's so much going on that, that it might be getting a little big. So what are you thinking? There are two different ways to look at that. Okay. We love the fact that our fan base is growing and that people are learning that this vegetable is second to none. Um, but you're right. It, we are constricted by space at our venue, and unfortunately there's no larger venue space in the town of East Ham to hold this. Uh, we have pondered, where could we move it to? The very first festival was at the Chapel in the Pines next next to the East Ham Library. Then the first year, I believe, a hundred or so folks turned out. This was before my time at the library. And they maximized at that location, mm -hmm. so then moved to the Elks, outgrew the Elks after a few years and moved to the regional high school. And at the high school, we've grown from just a small festival in the cafeteria. We now take over the entire gym and cafeteria. And it's a bustling beehive of turnip fun. Uh, I think that when people pull onto Cable Road, uh, it, those that arrive late may not want to walk the distance to the school that would be required because parking will extend down down the street once the parking lot is full. Which it, gives it you a good, good idea of how many people are, are uh, showing up. Mm -hmm. So, but once again, you also do get people who, you know, come and, come and, and go. go and, uh, you know, because you make the tour through and, and uh, at the very end, you make the tour through, you go back and buy the things you want to buy, uh, but not the turn up, get those right away or you won't get them. And you've added other food products because there was a, a couple of years back, I think it was, decided to go to a, uh, all, everything you need for Thanksgiving, but the turkey. Was that the That's thing? That's correct. Mm -hmm. So now That's there are correct. several locally made products that you can buy while you're there, along with, now I see your earrings there. Have you shown those off? Are those from the festival itself or they do are. people, they are. So and turn up earrings. Turn up for turn up earrings. A number of our vendors, our local crafters, have hopped on the bandwagon and taken it down the turnip path. Uh, we have a potter that has turnip wear for sale. There are a few different jewelers that have turnip earrings and, and jewelry. Uh, a new vendor to us this year makes um, vegetable-themed jewelry that's mm -hmm. 3D printed and then painted. It's very How interesting. Exciting. Very interesting. I'm and make sure I check that out. Very cool turnip earrings. But we are getting to the end of our time, so I do want to say that uh, we should show off our turnips. So... My guy is really into feathers, and and it's interesting. Uh, both of our turnips have facial hair, so <laughs> you know it. Uh, go and this is a kids' activity, but you know if you're an adult, you can watch, <laughs> uh, or if you you come on to Facebook Live, you can actually do it. It's such a lot of fun. Um, one more time. This is Marianne Sinopoli, and we do want to um, get you to go through the details so people know where they're going on Saturday. And it's rain or shine. Rain or shine. Nosset Regional High School, 100 Cable Road in Northeast Ham, from 1 to 4 o'clock, 
And as Gwen said, I'd advise arriving early. And also, um, I, we talked about the fact that that because you, you know, just be it's nice if you have a pet, but it's only service dogs Correct. allowed. Right, there's not an animal component here. Um, but, you know, bring your reusable shopping bags because I can guarantee you I never leave without buying something. Not to be nice, but you get sucked in. There's all this fun stuff. Amazingly creative and unique items for sale, all locally produced and designed. And who could imagine when you were sitting there as an eight-year-old trying to feed your turnip to the dog that you might actually make it a, an annual tradition to go to this. I met one fellow when I was interviewing folks one year, and he said that he comes down every year because this is something he and his mother do together. Nice. And you know, it's a tradition. It's, yeah, it's a tradition. So maybe we'll see you on Saturday at Nauset Regional High School for the 15th annual East Ham Turnip Festival. Thanks for joining us. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.